walking down towards the pool after having a chai tea on the headland, talking with and listening to wonderful humans talking about um, the butterfly story and the influence of the butterfly in terms of allowing others to get through their own stuff but at the same time to provide a safe space and in our own lives knowing that when we meet with resistance it's about pushing through and the pushing through gives us the strength without pushing through we enable ourselves to stay weaker one of the lovely people also shared how she found some clay at one of the headlands and how lovely it was to work with it her daughter was the first one to find it and going there they only wanted to feel like what they were taking was okay so they took a small amount each and there was again lovely discussion just straight off about the word reciprocity or reciprocation giving back to and I recommend reading a book or listening to the audio book of braiding sweetgrass for an example of how we can give back to the earth and one of the most important things and again reminded to me from many traditional peoples including here Uncle Greg Sims when he showed us a uh, a beautiful wooden implement that had been made from casuarina, that she oak, uh, and it was it was like rounded on one end and pointed on the other. And he said it was made as a club. And I said, oh, it would make a fantastic digging stick, given the heaviness of the end and the point. And he looked at me in absolute shock and said, no, this could never be used on the mother because it was intended as a digging stick. I mean, it was intended as a club. You cannot put a club, strike a club then into the earth. And to know that what we intend when we start something not only helps us in the more Western way of staying focused, getting things done, uh, but it carries with it. And again, stories from Grandmother Parisha, the Cherokee elder, in terms of basket making and how to sit when people are sitting around making the baskets and talking. It's the stories that are woven into the baskets. And I know that from here as well in Sydney when we've had wonderful workshops through Susan Moylan Coombs and run by Annie Carleen Green from the Torres Strait Islands with regard to weaving words of wisdom. So as we weave, we can listen and chat intentionally, not, not necessarily of a negative. And again, from the First Peoples here, there is a beautiful, one may call it a ceremony, a ritual, a practice, it's a beingness that brings a memory to us and that's having the, the ochre placed upon you by another person. So again, it's reciprocation and it's done in a certain way. I won't repeat it all here, but it's done in a way that um, one of the dots is under the chin and that dot reminds us and we speak it back to the person who puts it there for us. The only words of kindness and wisdom pass through these lips. And it can be that in community, 
people might be chatting, chatting, and then someone's uh, someone may start speaking bad of someone else, and quite subtly, another person will put their finger to their chin and gently look at the person who may have started speaking that way. And that's a reminder that only words of kindness and wisdom pass through these lips. Now, listening to Dr. Joe Dispenza's book, Breaking the Habit of Being Yourself, I was listening to chapter seven and eight this morning, and uh, which is a repeat. <laughs> Listen to it again, there's always more. Um, listening to that and hearing but to go over to create the chemicals that are associated with that particular way of being. Say I'm speaking bad of somebody or I'm getting angry about something, I'm frustrated or I'm blaming or whatever the lower emotions are, that in my own self, I'm feeling that chemistry through my body. And as I bathe my cells, as I bathe my precious cells in that chemistry, so when I have a thought, it creates a substance. That substance is translated to one that can actually move through into my bloodstream and affect the different organs that creates different hormones that have influence on the cells. In short, when I think something and feel it, I am creating an internal chemistry that those cells then get addicted to. So by the first people's practice of remembering only words of kindness and wisdom through these lips, I can see that that also reminds us in caring deeply for ourselves is to minimize the times when we have that chemistry bathing ourselves. It reduces the likelihood of us becoming addicted to that particular chemistry and thus seeking and magnetizing to us events that allow us to relive that anger, pain, suffering. And in the words of Grandmother Parish of the Cherokee, ask who's talking, because it can be the body addicted to those chemicals that's sending the message. Now, how do we undo that? We observe, catch yourself and be gentle on yourself. So this morning and last night, all this week in particular, I've been looking at why I'm closing the books on an end of a financial year and I have a financial year diary. It's a day to a page because I've got so much to fit in on each page. <laughs> but as I look through, yes, there's so many days ticked off, ticked off, ticked off, ticked off, ticked off, and I'm about to start a new diary. Do I want July 2023? to be a series of mouse wheel successes of completed projects? Or is there more? And of course there is more, which brings us back around to Uncle Greg Sims and intention. What do I intend? How does it look, feel, taste? How do I put that into my work? So if I am doing a project, is my internal chemistry one of rush, I have to get this done or it's late or it's too much or is my internal chemistry, it's so marvelous to be part of this project and to be making a positive difference. To be bringing developments and people closer in contact 
with first peoples and nature and natural ways. And then is there something again? Am I painting? Am I doing what I'm doing right now? Sitting in a magnificent cave, looking out over the ocean, looking at the headland that I love so much, which is solid yet dynamic. Yes, I am. And in this moment, we hand over to you. There are so many tools that we have to assist. How do we break the habit of being ourselves and create a new one? And when I say create a new one, there's a term called transparent. And that's when you are as you are, not as societal expectations, parental ideas, influence from the early ages have allowed you to shift and present something that you're not. May the gap of who you truly are and who you came in with your unique fingerprint be the beingness you are in every moment.